Hi, this is Mark Rabin. Welcome to episode 270 of Lean Blog Audio. This is a post from April 29th, 2019. It's titled, On Podcast Server Downtime, Scars from General Motors and Taking Ownership of My Situation. So it's a podcast about some recent podcasts that also triggered some GM stories from 1995. But here's the post. You know, ever since I started podcasting in 2006, I've been using a company called Hipcast to be what's called the hosting company for the podcast audio files and feeds. For those of you not familiar with podcasting or what happens behind the scenes, the host is the website where I upload the podcast audio files, like the one you're listening to, and then the podcast host serves those files when requested by services like Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever service you're using uh, to listen to this right now. But it had been an aggravating week since Hipcast has been having a lot of technical issues going back to last Tuesday. Their website has been down, the podcast feeds or RSS feeds have been broken, which means people haven't been able to listen to my podcast unless they had already downloaded the episodes through their app. One of my regular listeners pulled what you might call a virtual and on cord and emailed me to let me know there was a problem. Well, I wasn't thrilled about this. I had just published an excellent uh, interview with Joy Furnival on my Lean Blog Interviews podcast, and I was disappointed that the launch of that episode was now messed up. You know, the NHS and Enjoy. She works for NHS England. They were doing some promotion of, of the episode, and I feel like I was letting them down. It wasn't my fault, but, you know, the HipCast service was up, then it went down. HipCast posted messages about things being fixed, and then it all broke again. I felt frustrated and powerless. I mean, all I could do is wait, but I'm impatient. Um, I, I pictured me and their other customers, you know, uh, standing there like a picture in the blog post. There's uh, kind of executives uh, rolling their eyes and, and staring at a watch. People posted things on Facebook to HipCast. Uh, is there a target time for the fix? Well, questions like that can be hard to answer um, when dealing with unknown or difficult technical challenges. But it reminded me of uh, what, what I'm calling scars from General Motors, the next section of the post. So my impatient waiting reminded me of working at GM in 1995 under the first plant manager I worked under, or the one, you know, he was the one who was very much the traditional style of GM leader. This was before the new me trained plant manager with his Toyota uh, experience came in to start fixing the culture. So I was the industrial engineer for an engine block machining line. Uh, these are for car engines. The actual value-added work of cutting metal was done by machines. Those machines were run and monitored by UAW employees and received support from a process engineer whose role it was to be in the details of the machines, working with the vendors, things like that, where I was more focused on the overall flow and management of the area, the bigger picture versus the details. Now, often one of these giant expensive machines would go down for some reason, meaning the flow of the engine block line was interrupted. Though sometimes the downtime was very much due uh, to bad management decision-making, not because of anything the workers did wrong. A UAW worker and, and maybe the engineer would say something like, well, you know, it's time to stop and change one of the cutting tools because this is the planned frequency. But a senior management uh, person would, would basically say, no, well, no, you can't stop the 
you can't stop the machine to change the tools because we're we're behind on production and I'm getting shooed out. So we can't afford to stop now. These tools have a longer lifespan anyway. They're over-engineered. Well, sometimes that would end up biting them in, in the rear end. Instead of taking a short amount of time for a tool change, and, and I think that might have been less than an hour, I, I, I forget exactly, but there I do remember there would be some catastrophic failure that would then really mess up the machine. Um, that made the problem of being behind on production even worse. Now, back in that time, I used to joke about how you could tell how long a machine had been down based on which level of management was standing there, you know, arms crossed, looking mad, not really being able to do anything about the situation, but wait. The longer the downtime, the higher the level. Uh, leaders would constantly demand an ETA for the fix. If the machine had been down for a few days, um, the, the plant superintendent, who looked a bit like um, the guy from Caddyshack, who would, he would start yelling at people, uh, the, the, the judge, you, see, you know, uh, there, there's, there's an animated uh, gif in the post of, well, we're waiting. But of course, you know, that doesn't do anything. Um, Bob, the plant superintendent, would yell and scream. Um, he was doing that instead of, well, you know, at least outwardly, he didn't seem to be reflecting on the decision that he had made that led to this problem. I, I used to joke, we could have just bought a cardboard cutout of Bob, you know, put him far enough away and people might not have known the difference. I mean, the message of work faster would have probably been the same. I'm sure similar things might happen in software companies. I don't know. Maybe management makes a bad decision, then something bad happens. Management gets mad and pressures the people who know how to fix it. And those people resent having to work 24-7 to resolve a problem that could have been avoided. You know, the glares and the yelling, it's not helpful. So back to the podcast host situation and taking ownership of my situation. I firmly believe that a company doesn't get to blame a supplier or vendor for bad performance or bad behavior, or they shouldn't. Leaders shouldn't blame employees for bad performance when leaders are the one more responsible for the system that they're working in. And if you are indeed hiring bad employees, well, why are you doing that? Now, unlike the GM managers, I couldn't directly pressure anybody to fix the situation with my podcast hosting. I couldn't pressure them to go any faster. I mean, I, I could post a whiny tweet or a complaint on their Facebook page, but that wasn't really helping either. It's one of those situations where them stopping to give a status update uh, or to respond to some when will it be fixed message actually ends up slowing down the efforts at least a little bit. I mean, I was happy with HipCast for almost 13 years. I'm, I'm not happy about the downtime. I'm, I'm even uh, more upset about their lack of communication generally, but I chose that supplier. This is on me. So earlier this year though, I was thinking, you know, why, why is HipCast never on anybody's list of top podcast hosts. You know, did I make a bad choice? Should I move on to one of, you know, what you might call the top 10 podcast hosts or somebody who is always recommended by others? So I had this thought, but I wasn't proactive. I thought about switching, but I didn't take action. I wondered about their low $9.99 monthly price. That's $9.99 actually, appreciating that the price had never gone up over time. Well, you know, then again, uh, the hardware and bandwidth costs in this domain have only fallen. But I wondered about their business model. Uh, did they have enough customers? Were they charging enough? What happened if HipCast went out of business? Well, I wish I had acted on that hunch. You know, I spent a lot of time over the last five days you know, now researching other podcast hosting companies, some of, some of which 
existed in 2006 and some of them are new. And, and I was working to do what I can to get things back up and running at other companies. And I say companies because I've decided for now to not put all of my podcast eggs in the same basket. I have six different podcasts now that I manage and I should have recognized the risk of them all being at the same company. I mean, it, it had been convenient and it was cost effective to have them all in the same account. But I've gotten my flagship podcast, uh, Lean Blog Interviews podcast, which you can find at leancast.org. Um, I've gotten that back up and running on a company that is considered one of the top tier hosting companies, and I'll pay about $30 a month for that. I've also got a new podcast, Lean Whiskey. I have it on that company um, for the initial launch. I, I was planning on using Hipcast, um, but they went down a couple days before we launched. So switching it over and launching it on a different service created additional work uh, for me, but it assured a smooth launch. I put the Practicing Lean podcast on a different platform, one that that's going to be free because, um, you know, because that podcast has fewer listeners. And, and now that the full Practicing Lean audiobook uh, is published there, I won't be adding new episodes. But part of my thought process was to experiment and try out different companies. I mean, I, I could read reviews and look at the pros and cons, but the only way to know for sure was to try them. I tried a few podcast hosts that ended that I ended up not going with for one reason or another. One had great features, but it seemed like too small of a company. Others just didn't import the old podcast in as well uh, from Hipcast. And this might not have been their fault because the ability to, to port over the podcast was hit or miss because of the, uh, the Hipcast intermittent downtime. But the rest of my podcast, you know, this one, Lean Blog Audio, uh, the Toyota Kata podcast, and the Kinexus Continuous Improvement podcast are all being hosted on a relatively new company called Anchor.fm. I was skeptical about them being new and, and their service being free, but they were acquired earlier this year by Spotify, which gives me hope that they're going to be a major player in the podcast space. So I know there is some risk there, but I don't have all of my, again, if you will, digital audio eggs in the same server basket. You know, I did import my Lean Bog interviews podcast um, also into Anchor FM. I haven't decided if that's just an additional uh, backup or if I'm going to use this service um, going forward. So long story short, status update for the listeners. I think all of the RSS feeds, the podcast feeds should be restored now. If you've been a subscriber, you shouldn't have to take any action. But please let me know if you have problems with podcast episodes on your smartphone or other podcast devices. One known problem still has actually been fixed as of Monday morning. The embedded players um, on the blog posts, like if you go to leanblog.org slash audio 27, that page is going to have an embedded player from anchor.fm. Past episodes have a player from Hipcast. That had not been working because of their downtime. That is back up and, and working. And so I, I might leave those in place. Um, th those are, again, from HipCast. Um, you know, moving, uh, moving forward, uh, I'll probably leave them there because it would be a big effort to, to change and replace all of those embedded players. Um, so I'll just keep paying $9 a month uh, for HipCast. If you're listening to this through Google Play Podcasts or Spotify, um, you, there might be a delay in you getting this episode because the process for updating the RSS feeds in Google Play and Spotify, it's not self-serve as it is for Apple. Um, so it's taking a little bit longer there. 
But, you know, HipCast says they have things working. A customer asked on Facebook, are you going to provide a root cause analysis for your customers? You know, detail what happened and show us why this will never happen again. HipCast replied, we will be giving the whole story in a post from our CEO this week. Right now, we're all taking a breath and we're watching to make sure all goes smoothly. So I appreciate your patience. Um, maybe there's too much detail and, and you don't really care, but um, I apologize for the problems you may have faced with um, listening to this podcast. Um, if uh, I appreciate, you know, I understand if you've been impatient with me being impatient with HipCast, but I think, um, again, not that that helps, but at least I think I have things going um, on a better path or I should say better paths moving forward. So as always, thanks for listening.